0: Shalom, peace to you. Welcome to Digging Deeper and to our second series, The Jewish Mind of Jesus Day. Here to help us is Doug Greenwald, the Senior Teaching Fellow at Preserving Bible Times. Doug, comprehending fully just what the original hearers of the word heard and how they processed that information would seem very important to our understanding of Scripture. A mountain to climb, maybe, but potentially well worth the effort. What was your motivation for this series? Jim, I think for me, it goes back to when I first came across A.W. Tozer's quote, What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. For me, that was a most arresting thought. It caused me to wonder and ponder and think and process just what is the most important thing about any of us. I'm sure there are a number of ways to answer that question. But after pondering that one more and more in recent years, I've now come to believe that the most important thing about any of us is simply this, the way we think, because the way we think shapes the way we think about God. Have you ever stopped to wonder, why do you think the way you think? A person's worldview, together with all the paradigms that make it up, determines everything about that person, including his or her mindset, how each sees, thinks, and understands things. And contained within a person's worldview are all the presuppositions that go into forming and conditioning how each person defines his or her reality as well as how each then responds to it. Our worldview is comprised of hundreds of intertwined paradigms that not only profoundly influences how we approach the scriptures but how we have been conditioned to filter and massage God's word so as to make it more palatable to our comfort zones. In all of this The irony for me is, the one thing we almost never stop and think about is the most important thing about us, the way we think. Some time ago, I woke up one morning and realized that our western, industrial, urban world today is far removed from the Middle Eastern village, agrarian world of the Bible. And that comes with some enormous implications. For example, we need to remember that the words in the Gospels were first spoken in a Semitic language, then embodied well-known paradigms, that is, well-known ways of thinking, that first century Jewish listeners well understood. As such, those words had a very specific meaning within the Jewish mindset of that time, and since then, those words have been translated into Greek and then into Latin, before being translated into the inherent constraints of the English language more than a thousand years later. Thus, a needed perspective we have to have for digging more deeply into God's Word. is to first disconnect from our traditional Western Hellenistic way of understanding things, which is a whole lot easier said than done, and then ask how the Jews who first heard those words in Scripture would have understood them. When engaging the Scriptures, whether we stay with our Western worldview or understand and embrace the Middle Eastern worldview of the Bible will significantly determine how we understand the gospel record. And that's why the first chapter in my Making Disciples Jesus Way book is entitled, quote, Two Very Different Worlds, unquote, because they are two very different worlds. It also explains why I placed a summary table at the end of chapter two in that book to summarize the differences between the world of Jesus back then compared to our Western world of today. That way we can more easily see what we have to disconnect from and what we have to engage when we encounter the Word of God. And so that's where this particular mini-series came from. I felt we just needed a primer on how to understand the Jewish mindset of Jesus' day. That way we could better understand what these passages and words meant to those who first heard them. And with that in place, we are then in a much better position to ask, what do those timeless words mean for us today? Without that understanding, Without that contextual backdrop, it would be too easy to see Jesus solely through our Western eyes as a predictable, mundane, and even indulgent Jesus, and nothing could be further from the truth. With Middle Eastern eyes, we see the radical prophetic challenge of his promises, his power, and his word that evokes our response, our trust, and our submission. So that's where we have to start with this whole issue of worldviews and how the Jewish mind of Jesus' day saw and understood everything.